0: Fellow Nigerians, (laughs) this is not the voice of your president, this is the voice of Dr. Yusuf Shitu and
1: Ruan Shitu and this week on the Life As It Is podcast... Along with your host, Taiwan Tokumbo, we'll be discussing the aftermath of the NSAS protests, you know, and just uh, um, touching on the legal implications as well as um, the way forward and how we can collectively chart um, the cause of Nigeria's future.
0: So, we hope you enjoy listening to us and don't forget to share with all your friends and loved ones and enjoy.
2: Hello, guys. We know you've been fascinated by the guru's voices behind the Life As Is podcast. Well, look no further, because we're here. With your girls, Taiwo, and Takumba. But we've also
3: got other names, Taiwo. What other names? Table shakers. Because we're always shaking tables. We are the philosophical princesses. <laughs> what the
2: hell we is We're a lot of things. We're everything you want us to be. So, if you
3: like discussions on hard-hitting topics. Do you know how many children and Dad's? Millions! Mm-hmm. You're a change maker and you like to use your voice to make a change. If women are mostly affected, I want to make sure more women have food on their TV. You okay. understand? Then the Life as Aids podcast is the show for you. Also keep it locked for our out session. I'm in love with two
2: men, I don't know which one to be. Ah! And to come back to my theater. To help us you sell your market. So please. <laughs> exactly. That's what
3: we do here. We sell markets for people. This really is your show. Join us every week and we'll be all the daily activities.
2: So,
3: ladies and gentlemen, this is the Life As It Is podcast. Hi, everyone. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another brilliant episode of the Life As It Is podcast with your girls, Taiwo and Tokumbo. And on today's episode, we have two very incredibly special guests. With us is uh, Doctor Yusuf Shitu and Mr. Rwand Shitu, aka Mark Daddy, and. Big Riley. big Riley. I don't think I don't think, should, I don't think we should include that because people will be thinking anyways don't worry, go on, go on. <laughs> They sound like sugar daddy names, don't they? <laughs> yeah, like my yeah. mad daddy, my big Yeah, Riley. I, my mad like, daddy, my I big, I like I like Riley, big Riley,
2: but big Riley a lot better. Yeah. Big Riley,
3: yeah. Okay, go both on. of them sound just good. Both names yeah. sound just good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, hi guys. Hey, please say hi to the Life But It Is podcast listeners all over the world.
1: Hi guys. Hi. Listen- um, <laughs> okay. So go ahead.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, my daddy, Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's good to be. It's good to be
0: back here. It's always. It's always a pleasure to be with you guys. So hello, guys.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, okay. okay. I think it's my. I think it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I've, I've been looking forward to getting on the podcast where I just speak. So it's a, it's fantastic to be here as um as Taiwan Tokubo introduced Rewa Shito. here yes. and AKA Big Riley. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So it's
2: lovely, it's lovely to have both you guys on the show. So, obviously, um, I mean, we're coming off from a really, really, it's been a a horrible, I don't know if horrible is the word to use, but it's been a (laughs) draining week. It's been a a week of shock and trauma for a lot of Nigerians, whether you're in Nigeria or outside the country. Mm. So, I think even the fact that we could all uh, have a laugh right now is a bit... Uh, it just shows uh it's I think, sorry
0: it's a big big step forward
2: it is a big step forward yeah. because i don't think by at tuesday or wednesday or even thursday i don't think a lot of people thought that they could even laugh by friday and stuff so
4: yeah, it's, it's absolutely yeah, it's a big
2: step forward yeah so yeah. um so we're gathered here today and obviously we're going to be talking about the events of the last couple of days
3: yeah and the fallout, but before we put pr- um, Mm.
2: Those
3: events. Yeah. Yeah. But before we proceed, I'll just start by reading, um, Rewan's profile, Big Riley's mm-hmm. profile, and then I'll read mm-hmm. Mac Daddy's profile as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. so, Rewan Shitu, aka Big Riley, okay, is a full time lawyer. <laughs> 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 he's a full time <laughs> lawyer and he's a writer. He's been practicing law at Olani LLP, LP, a law firm in Lagos mm-hmm. State for three years now, and his core competencies cut across different aspects of corporate and commercial law. Above all these, he's a Nigerian who is very passionate about his country, helping people, and building communities. That's absolutely fantastic, Riley.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you very much. That's, I think that's Yo
3: it. <laughs> Yeah. You're welcome. Um so I'm going that's to read uh, Yep. Yep. I'm going to read Dr. Yusuf's profile, which is not so much of a summary, but I like it. So I'll read the whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you oh, So that's you still... that's I'm telling you. oh God, the top man's are up, sir. Mans <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Dr. Yusuf Shitsu, aka Mac Daddy is a medical doctor, global health innovator and advocate with over 5 years experience ideating, conceptualizing, leading the actualization of impact driven initiatives. Through the New Child Initiative and New Child Care two teams he founded, he is transforming the lives of thousands of children by improving their access to essential healthcare, health information and mentorship. He has bagged several awards for his work, including the Unleash SDG Global Innovation Lab Awards for the Most Innovative Solution and the SDG3 Gold Award in 2019. He's also a recipient of the Nigeria-American Partnership Award of the U.S. Consulate Lagos and Talent of the Future Awards by the Idation Hub Africa. That's wonderful, Dr. Yusuf. That's
1: amazing. I
3: mean, my hands I mean, are up, sir. We are lawyer.
1: I have it, it on record that that's just a quarter of. Um, I'm
3: telling far. you. I'm telling you. you Just gave us the barest minimum. Yes. It's what, what we what we. So call, basically,
2: call like executive summary.
3: Exactly. Thank you, so Hi, Riley. Take, take a high five, then. <laughs> so
2: basically, that's why the Mac Daddy, because he's you know,
3: yeah, yeah. he. His his name, his name precedes him. His reputation precedes him, you know? (laughs) It's very fantastic to have you guys on board again. And we are, we're extremely excited that we have both, we have two incredibly bright young minds share their own opinions on this past very tumultuous couple of weeks. Good word to Mm -hmm. use. Yeah. Yeah absolutely. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But tragic. then I think I was, yeah, you were going to say.
1: Said tragic is another word.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean you said Horistic. you said horrible,
1: and I, I think, I mean, and I and I and I think, I mean, I think you you try to sort of downplay it a bit. It's hmm. actually horrible. Horrifying yeah. horrible yeah. is horrific. Horrifying I mean horrible
3: is an understatement, think, actually I'm telling yeah, you.
1: It's really it really is it's an horrific. understatement. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think, I think if we were gonna describe it, I think we run out of adjectives. Oh.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We could keep going on and on and still not find the right yeah. adjectives to use.
1: Yeah, it's but I trendy. think I think it's important that we don't stop talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's important that we don't that we don't forget. So I think
3: um, this is yeah. timing absolutely well i think that brings me to my first question i'm going to ask this how has this affected you guys and really what has been the impact what has been the impact on of the protests on both of you in the last couple of weeks
0: can i go first um,
3: yes please yes. yeah
0: um so so basically what i would say is you know i never knew that something happening in nigeria would be of This much impact to me this Mm -hmm. fact that I'm not in the country. Yeah, I never expected it like um, It's been it's been a a very horrifying couple of days for me ever Mm -hmm. since all of this started happening that night It was it was just so it was just so horrifying to see Mm -hmm. Um, That young people stand up for their rights and be slaughtered just like that you know I've not mm-hmm. been able to get good enough sleep since that day. Up to now. Mm-hmm. It it's impacted a lot on my mental health. Um, I was always I've I've always just been so obsessed about knowing what, what's what's the newest thing happening. I know yeah. a lot of people be saying oh, take time off social media. What has been helping me probably has It's well, not so easy. Hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not so easy, you know. Yeah. Um myself trying to trying to binge on movies just so that i can get my mind off it because
4: yeah it's,
0: this, the fact that you are out of the country doesn't doesn't you cannot evacuate everybody that you know or that you owe there you know the fact and you never not know the value of peace enough
3: <laughs> until you lose it
0: we do not we usually underestimate and downplay the value of peace because without mm-hmm. peace, nobody can do anything. businesses cannot function, nobody yeah. can do absolutely anything <laughs> you know
4: yeah
0: and, yeah, and uh the big lesson really for us is is um, I know we're going to talk a lot more about about that but but as much as possible, as much as possible, let's all try to individually try to get our lives back together. I think yeah, it's difficult, but, but we must try
3: yeah can i just i mean i was going add to add okay.
2: something um before rowan starts Um, when you when you're talking about when people were saying well try and get off social media but um you it, it wasn't so easy and mm. uh, for me i found that I, actually being on social media helped me because once i would come off of social media i would feel like all the emotion,
3: all about, the, the weight of the emotions would drop on you at once
2: I don't know, maybe that that's what it was, but I would not be able to con- concentrate on anything else. So watch a movie, watch a film, watch I couldn't watch anything else. I just wanted mm. to know, I wanted to be on top of everything that was happening. I wanted yeah. to know what was happening. So any updates, yeah. any progress. And for me, it's, it kind of helped. Social media helped me because somehow... I think if you go on some apps, you find that there's a community of people that are going through exactly the same thing as you, and they're mm. all coming together to sort of kind of support each other. And mm. so I, it helped me, or maybe I'm just thinking it helped me, and I'm not sure yet, yeah, I don't know, but it helped me so far. <clears> the social yeah. media, that, well, Twitter helped me in some way. <clears> so, yes.
3: Yeah. coupled with the fact that you'd see all these gory images of people's goals spilling out you see their intestines you see their people were circulating all of this very horrific and horrendous images on the internet so to be honest it took a very huge toll and Mm -hmm. you know like i I try to stay off of social media but then when i'm off of social media there's the anxiety of the fact Mm -hmm. that do i actually am i am i right Mm -hmm. to ignore these things like I'm like, what? What is my point? Do you guess? Like, I need to be abreast. Yeah. People have died. Yeah. I can't just be watching a movie when people have died. So it was like mm-hmm. a responsibility to be in the loop and to mourn, mm-hmm. to mourn with the process. Absolutely. But before I go on, please rewind. Please tell us how. Please, please answer yeah. the question. We're so sorry for answering our questions fast. No, please no, go no, on. no, it's
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's perfectly fine. I don't think yeah. it's it's possible to not have a view, you know, or not want to speak because. Hmm. And just to piggyback off what Tokumba had said, and I think he also alluded to, to some parts of it, you know, I felt like, um, it was important to be on social media at the time, you know, and I also yeah. felt like, so, and to a certain extent, it helped, you know, at some point it became too much and I just had to,
4: hmm.
1: to sort of stay away from yeah. it. And the reason hmm. why, the reason why I say, is, I mean, you sort of touched on, on he taking the toll on our mental health and, yeah. and I've had, I've had, I mean, one or two other different perspectives. I just want to touch on maybe two aspects that I haven't really been, spoken spoken about i think it was it was important to to see it to witness it you know mm. so we don't forget yeah so we remember it so yeah. yes it takes a toll on it takes a toll on you as a person it takes a toll on your mental health i mean but i also mm. think it's important that that we we see it and i mean we witness it so we don't forget yeah. and so that we can speak about it yeah you know, what i realized is that a lot of the older generation you know they've witnessed some of these things that we that we just seen you know, hmm. but they didn't speak about it enough. You know, yeah. They yeah. they were never comfortable opening up about it, you know, which also meant that there's a huge gap. You know, we don't we don't know. I remember when I when the whole thing started before it escalated, you know, when I went for the first protest, yeah, uh, two two days ago at Lecky, you know, and I spoke to my mom about it and I just told her about how i that their generation failed us. What my hmm. mom said to me was that their generation saw war and we did, you know, so we can understand, you know, but hmm. I mean when she said it I don't its it is it didn't really sink in because yeah. that's a conversation that we've never really had, you know. So if they experienced it and how, how how do we know how that period was like if we don't speak about if we don't if they don't share that information with us, you know? Yeah. And that's something that I feel like is, 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 is like that. that has, can that I, has I always ask you
2: can I ask you a question? Yes, Going off of what you said about you feel that they, it was necessary for us to witness this so we'd never forget, and then we'll tell the future generation. So they never forget. So sort of like documentary <laughs> history, right? And you're saying that yeah, yeah. you yeah. feel like the ones before us did not do a good job. Do you think it's because of trauma? They were too traumatized. That's why they couldn't talk. Do you think we might get to that point where i think that that question hmm. actually goes for both of you so a real one uh, maybe you could answer from a perspective of why you feel like maybe it, your mom like what she said about they witnessed war could it be the maybe it's because of the trauma that she felt the need not to have that uh, conversation, conversation with, with, you, with guys. you guys Yusuf hmm. Yusuf, do you think that we might get to that point where we're so traumatized and what we're what we're a- actually really fine these lot for not doing we will end up emulating and then in 30 mm. years, okay. these kids are gonna be like, Why did you not tell us? Are we gonna yeah. repeat the cycle? Okay, So
3: just that's a good question.
1: Just, just before I get to that question, I just want, I just want, I just want to land on, on my previous points because I think it's okay. also important that I that I speak about it. So I said yeah. the two things. The first is important that we we, we saw it with this so we know. And second mm-hmm. thing is, I don't I also felt it was important that we also see our collective strength as a people, you know. So even mm. despite the chaos, you know, we still saw efforts, people trying to mobilize. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um,
1: I mean, medical support, people trying to help, mm. churches opening mm-hmm. up for people to mm. to run for shelter, you know. And mm. I think that was also important because we can see that even in, in even in the midst of chaos in, with all the, we can still can still put together. Our strength collectively to yeah. help. You know, so I think yeah. that was also one thing that really, really struck me. You know, and then to answer your question, you mm-hmm. know, I think that may have been a that may have been a factor. Factor, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That
1: I mean, the trauma, obviously, that's something that's... I mean, I think it's, even with war, generally, people don't people don't even speak about it.
4: Mm. People are too and traumatized say, oh, to speak. People mm. are too traumatized
1: mm-hmm. to to yeah. people are, are generally too 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 traumatized to speak. But I think I think that we owe ourselves. And, uh, and the generation coming after us, you know, because you, you really can't chart a pathway to the future if you don't if you don't get a good grasp of the past, you know.
3: Yeah. So and, I think I and believe there's
1: disconnect. There's a disconnect. It it automatically affects everything. So I think mm. notwithstanding, you know, we still have that responsibility to ourselves and to the ones mm. coming after us, you mm. know, to. To speak about, not that we speak about it every time, but we need to speak about it.
3: Mm. Mm. Sorry, let me just interject there. But I think that's, that's the beautiful thing about the social media era, such that even if we are traumatised, even if we ever get to a point where we're too so traumatised to speak, but then mm. all of this, the evidence is already all over social media. Where mm-hmm. all you just need to do is pick up your phone and Google the data and you see everything. I think this is what our gener- the generations before us this is what they lacked because mm-hmm. these is- events weren't documented, and so they went through the pressure, they went through it, went through it, and then they got to a point where they were numb, and then they have the will to talk about it anymore. But now, yet here we are, even. If and when we don't have the will to talk about it anymore, it's already documented on social media. So all you need to do is just pick up your phone, type the date, and you see all of this information, you know, sprawling out at you. Yeah. Mm, I, what I, think that's about 2020. Yeah. I was going about
2: to 20.
0: say in response to my own part of the question. I feel like it would yeah. be a lot easier for our generation to document um, rather than mm, previous mm. generations because of social media, mm. but you shouldn't mm, take yeah. it granted. I mean that. Mm. To look at ways by which we can document these incidents, a mm. lot, you know. Mm. Yes,
3: absolutely.
0: Write about mm. it. Absolutely. It's it's really not because on social media there's a lot of fake news and you don't even know. Yeah,
3: true, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and tomorrow it gets busted and they say, oh, this is, <laughs>
3: this is
0: really fake news.
3: So Absolutely. I mean,
0: the real stories. Um, hmm. I'm sure. Uh, and, and for for all those that had personal experiences, eyewitnesses, knew someone, it's important that we write. We write our own yeah. stuff because uh, yeah. when, when you when you hear about all of this, uh, Biafra, the civil war, Biafra war, and all of that, right? You you do not immediately connect to it because there are not so many. Uh, uh, places where you can actually read the real stories, you know, yeah. from all different <coughs> points. <Yeah>. Uh <laughs> the effect of that is just um the fact that most of us <laughs> were raised in fear, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Yeah.
0: Do you guys, do you guys parents are actually anything? very concerned about oh don't stay too late at night. Oh don't,
2: yeah.
0: don't oh don't don't be seen <laughs> with People that are wearing this,
2: it's because kind of wearing, tattoo. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
3: don't carry mm-hmm. iPhone, yeah. mm-hmm. don't carry iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yes. and, and they'll
1: celebrate the people that are looting us. Exactly. Exactly. I,
3: don't
2: are are guys. Guys. <laughs> I don't think they <laughs> celebrate them. I think, yeah, they, they are I think, saying I think it's thing. just protection, it's self <laughs> preservation. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What mm. people that
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't think they're celebrating these people. I think it's just for for protection and stuff. Yeah. I, think. Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's yeah. What I mean, really what I don't say can't be used against me anyway. So Absolutely. you know, they rather be quiet. Yeah. In
0: their yeah. days, people used to get locked up in black Maria just because. Hey, now. For <laughs> yes. yes. yes.
2: sneezing like you know. this, so mm. carry somebody.
0: Yeah, mm. just carry, that's the end of you. Nobody gets to know anything now. Do you, <laughs> you know? know? You cannot even go and release somebody, you know?
3: Mm. So, and I think that's why we always say that they messed with the wrong generation. I think, I mean, you know, going into the Lekki massacre... Um, we often see that people say that they messed with the wrong generation because, you know, given, going by what they did, putting up the CCTV cameras and all of that. Um, in the 70s, it would have worked completely, and international, the international communities, um, they would have known a thing about it. It would have been buried. But then, because of social media, no matter how hard the government tries to pretend like it didn't happen, we can see mm-hmm. that it happened. There li- are yeah. live eyewitness reports. There are pictures. There, you know, we, I mean, we're literally on live. We could see. It happen live so it's just a, it really is just a very it's a very sad and confusing time for us honestly
1: yeah nice. although i mean I, I i need to say though i'm still not going to spare our parents generation you know and i'm going to call yeah. them out because
4: uh, yeah. they're always
1: yeah. Yeah. they're always quick <laughs> yeah. to to talk about how the youths don't like to do anything they want things to them or, to them mm-hmm. on the platter mm-hmm. they're not ready to struggle yada yada yada, mm-hmm. yada. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's, I mean, and a, a number of them have, have come out to openly admit it, you know, mm, is, that's fair. Yeah,
4: that's fair it's, uh, that's it's,
1: fair. Uh, there, there's a lot more that they could have done. I mean, mean, mm, that's true. That's even, true. even from, from the point of view of just even, just even speaking about it. I mean, we talk about mm-hmm. the war, but no, not all of our parents really, really truly experienced the war. You know, some of them were, yeah. were, were quite young, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even, even, even taking, taking that, that that extra step to, to even tell you about your history, you know. And I was having a conversation in my house like um just yesterday. I was talking about how like a lot of people don't even know the history of Nigeria, don't even know
4: mm, about yeah. the civil
1: war. Don't even I personally I'm even guilty of it. I don't even know enough, you know. <laughs> and I think because the first point of contact for, for people growing up, which is where, where you learn most of all some of all these things,
4: mm. is the home.
1: You know, there's a lot more that yeah. our parents could have done
4: yeah. to yeah. they, they,
1: Instead of instead of teaching people with fear, teach them for it with strength. You know, teach them mm-hmm. how to be strong, mm-hmm. learn how to to fear yeah. certain things. You know, yeah. educate them, let them know, teach them about their history. I mean, I, I my, Yusuf would would would, uh, would testify that we, we were fortunate to have even learned how to speak Yoruba. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, cause cause our parents made it a point of duty, but a lot of a lot of families don't even. Don't even bother with that or even teach people about their history, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm.
1: don't, if you don't go, go that extra mile to even properly educate yourself now, it's almost as like though you would not even know your identity as a person. So
4: yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's
1: something that <coughs> we, we can also look at yeah I can't repeat the same mistakes yeah. that, are, that are yeah. i mean
3: if i may if I may too I also think that you know what, it, what is likely responsible for this is because history has been passed over i mean in, before uh, before the, in social the media generation, obviously it's been passed over by word of mouth right it's mm-hmm. been passed over and passed over by word of oh, mouth right. and so if you have to if you have to place the entire history of a culture. Based off of the word of mouth of somebody else, obviously, it will be subject to misinterpretation. Some of yes. the content will be lost in translation. Before you know it, it's watered down, watered down, watered down. Why do you think now recently we have a couple of people that are saying, you know what, the um, colonial masters, they made us feel like Africa was a dark place where there was no civilization, no development. But then again, <clears throat> we're able to craft, create this monumental um um statues like the Edo Benin um, statue stuff. So turns out we probably weren't that undeveloped. But because yeah. because um, history was only limited to word of mouth, it was subject to who had the power to interpret, mm, right? Absolutely. The white absolutely. people were the, ones in, the, be- were the yeah. ones in charge of the but written journal. They were the yeah. ones in charge of the written journal. Yeah, please go on.
1: he Just to respond to that, though, I think I I think with I mean history. I mean, someone says, I mean, history is always told from the point of view of the victors or whatever. That's, I read something about I heard that lately, and yeah, even some of the history that is documented, you know, a lot—not even some—a lot of history that, that is documented in places where they are properly documented mm. are often not even true, you know, not <laughs> yeah. even or at least a a, a mm. completely factual account of the state of events, you know, mm. uh, which is why I think one of my—I I also think that history differs, you know. For example and I'll give an example
0: about you know, perspectives really
1: yeah different perspectives so for the civil war for example if the Igbos narrated the Europa narrated the narrated they're, they're gonna share it from their own perspective really you know yeah. which which may be may be biased but doesn't make it any less true you know so it's I can only tell you about what I experienced you know I mean not not telling it as a universal truth you know but this is my experience this is what I I went through you know doesn't make it any less history you know <clears throat> You know, I mean, she so yeah. doesn't have to be a balanced view of yeah. everything. You know, oftentimes mm-hmm. you will get... I always say that there are three sides to a story. The, my side, your side, and the truth. The truth mm-hmm. can be yeah. your side, it can be my side, it can be a mixture of both, yeah. it can be neither. You know, True. so I think just even being, being open about certain things because you went through it, you know. Let your children know, this is what I went through. This may not have been everybody's experience, you know, but this is what it was for me, yeah. you know.
4: Yeah.
0: And
1: this, this is my experience, so you hold on to it. You know,
0: just you know, speaking you know, about this just makes me remember, you know, when when we were much younger, when my, uh, my dad would force us to watch, we'll be looking at it as though it was like punishment, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but those things are important because they're mm. part of, of who you are, your makeup. So, so, mm. so I think when we're raising our own children, we should, we should also look at ways we can document, uh, mm. should, Exactly all of that all of that that collective history that that we're bringing from different perspectives mm. you know uh using documentaries that are that are balanced in their views uh using mm-hmm. telling them stories, you know mm. It's important people know very very important
3: mm-hmm. absolutely oh.
2: absolutely <coughs> Please go you on. guys um can I ask okay, so following the massacre at the Leky targetget. Mm. um a lot of nigerians were anxious to for an expl for an explanation because it didn't make <laughs> yeah. sense yeah. And so we were waiting even though we've been let down a, a lot of times not a couple mm. of times it's it's, mm. it's the norm here we've been let down yeah. I think maybe cuz we're in too much shock we decided we'll still, we'll hold on to something so a lot mm. of nigerians were waiting for an explanation and that came by way of we expected that to come by way of uh, an address by the uh the the, the president mm-hmm. but unfortunately a lot of people are not happy with his speech so what what did you guys think how did that make you feel
0: everyone so you go first
2: <laughs> <laughs> the silence after the question everyone just went quiet <laughs> i'm
1: telling man, you man i don't even know <laughs> i mean after the speech i mean someone said like we could have spent those 12 minutes you know, doing something else It felt like we wasted it. Yeah. I mean, but then, but then, to be fair, if, I, if I'm being very honest, I was when I heard that it was he was going to speak. You know, anxiety had reached a, a, a tipping point. So I was even expecting the worst, really. Mm. Yeah. I thought maybe we would declare a state of emergency in Lagos,
4: <laughs> or maybe
1: they would they would declare that the military has taken over or something. Hmm. Mm. You know, I I prepare myself for the worst. You know, but mm. I mean, not to say that the speech was 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 in any way a, a positive uh, approach to the issues, but I was because but because, but because, because I, yeah, but because, because you, to, I, you
3: assumed the worst. You, it was like a nice lesson Yeah, less I, I, I
1: assumed exactly. I assumed the worst. You know, but what I just felt was most disheartening. You know, was the fact that um, they didn't they didn't even acknowledge the the incident at at Leke, much less the yeah. death. That that's um, happened. I nobody mean, has nobody has nobody in government has even acknowledged it up until this point, you know. And and what they just what they just showed to me, you know, because he went into discussions about the the economy and what they've done to to alleviate poverty and all of that. He just he just underscores the, the, the fundamental point, which I always believe, is that these guys in government don't really care about human lives. You know, they care about yeah. economics, they care about numbers, they care about themselves. I mean, I wasn't surprised by any... Buari really has never done anything to inspire confidence in us. I don't know why he yeah. expected any, anything yeah. different. But I think if there's anything that, that really did shock me, was the fact that he didn't even acknowledge the incident, which is, mm. which is uh, I mean, it's ridiculous.
3: I mean, I've heard the president speak several times. And to be honest, I did not expect anything less. I'm overly, like, I didn't expect anything less. So when people were complaining about what the government, what the president said, I'm like, okay, did you guys not know your president? Because this is somebody that you literally have to beg before he gives a speech. What else did you expect? A president who gives, who constantly gives pre-recorded speeches, who always seems like he's aloof of the happenings in Nigeria. You know, I watched an interview where, you know, somebody asked him, um, you know, well, how's the fight against corruption going and Boko Haram? He said, Oh, well, yeah. the media is <laughs> he 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 skinny. He, says was he to like
1: investments.
3: Yeah, so he says, Yeah, th- there's, there's that part. And then he, at some point, he said, Oh, yeah, he's looking, he's losing a lot of weight. So that means he's working very hard. So you can imagine, you know, a president that says a thing like that. So I didn't honestly expect anything more. But Yusu, please, can you answer? Go ahead and answer, please.
0: See, um, I think it's just that Nigerian part of us. Uh, Despite the fact, uh, despite how much we like to deny, it, it's also patriotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the only thing that gives us hope in this country. And that's yeah, the only yeah. thing that we can hold on to, you know, and that's what has been shown in the last couple of weeks. You know, that's kind of patriotic spirit that will still make you watch a Super Eagles match. despite why I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I
3: know, you know, you're going to lose. <laughs>
0: that that was the kind of, experience that we all used to watch that,
3: watch that yeah
0: as much as we would like to deny it and mm. just it was just sad to be heartbroken once again you know to see that to see that uh you know, to just imagine that such an incident would happen you know and no so people's lives would have just been shattered lives are lost uh people would just die like that for nothing for absolutely nothing Families will be in mourning, in grief, for absolutely nothing. You know, there will be graduates. Them. There will be people with dreams, with visions, with hopes, aspirations. And all of that will just go down the drain. No one talking about consoling the families. No one talking about yeah. mental health. incident. No one apologizing for the incident. No one even taking responsibility. That's the highest level of irresponsibility.
3: Yeah, Thanks. absolutely. But I mean Tokumbo sent me an article yesterday and I think apparently um the president had a meeting with all the other past presidents, um the boo um um I think Obasanjo Tokumbo, do you remember Obasanjo yeah, was It was, a of that. And then, it
4: was a and then,
3: and then he told them that sixty-nine people died. In total, so the point is, he had he actually could tell us what we wanted to hear. He could address this. He ha- it was in his purview to address it, but he he just looked at the Nigerian youth, Nigerians in general, and said, "Man, these guys are not worth this explanation. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve anything other than threats, you, some you, spew of threats.
0: There is no and, explanation you know, to give because." He is the one is the commander in chief. No soldier would have of got. Without so yeah, his
4: order, order. Without his
0: authorization. So exactly, him coming actually, out to yeah. say it's just like saying, okay, I understand. I was the one that gave the order. <laughs> Hell.
3: <laughs> so it's so it's it's, it's, just, it's just easier for him to be quieter okay. about it because if he had to admit it, then he might get in trouble. You guys, she didn't be, be, no one, one
2: was asking for an admittance. No one was, was asking for an admittance though. But a show of empathy, yes, a show of, yes. to of to empathy, condole, condole with the victims and their families because even if it's Nigerians, fake, even if it's pretense, you know? yeah, even if yeah. it's fake, I, I mean, mean to, not
1: even, to not even be bothered enough to pretend, you
2: understand, to like, it not mean, we matter. that these lives did not matter, and that was, not, so, honestly,
3: lives were not. honestly like but honestly athlete. the truth is the truth is you can't expect him to come out and say oh i sympathize with when he ordered the killing it's just like expecting a, an arm robber after robbing you will now come to your house and tell you sorry but not return your goods so well, you honestly know, I, well, you, you, you know, know what you've
2: said about you know what you've said about nigerians we, we we're still very patriotic so yeah. even if there's this there is this um there is this um, knowing uh, amongst a lot of nigerians about what happened in terms of who gave the authorization. Mm-hmm. When you are broken and you are in absolute shock, whatever they tell you, even if you know, even if maybe a couple of months after that, when you're now in your right mind and you, you're able to point out to that, that, okay, yeah, that was pretense. But in that moment, yeah. when you're grieving, it's it's still going to work. The the yeah. human mind is an amazing thing where you know that this person is a perpetrator of crimes However, that person can come out and say stuff and you will still fall for it because you're grieving. Yeah. So you are very vulnerable at that moment. So even if a lot of people are suspecting, there's a suspicion because once again, yeah, there's a suspicion that this might be what happened. These people might have, may have gotten their orders from this person, but we were still anxious for an explanation. Anything was going to cut
3: it. That was it. Yeah.
2: Anything. And I would, it's gonna to, cut I would like liken it to it that I would honestly like it to at that,
3: yeah, I would honestly liken it to an abusive relationship like I always do. I always refer to our relationship with Nigeria as abusive when yeah. you are being abused constantly by somebody that you love, but then when they abuse you and then they come to you with flowers no, and you they you pet want, you yeah and exactly, and then they bring you' understand, you and possible. many times exactly many times people fall for and and and, and that's a reason why a lot of people sometimes stay in abusive relationships because it's, mm-hmm. it gets to a point mentally where you start to think maybe i deserve this punishment by the time, mm-hmm. they, by the time they try to soothe you with soothe um, ease your pain with soothing words and they make you understand that it wasn't their fault, they were disciplining you at some point you start to feel like maybe it was maybe you messed up maybe it was warranted <laughs> maybe they you had your best interest at heart so that, that, obviously that doesn't mean it's right, but then but at that know. point, your mind is not
2: in the right place, so yeah, you yeah.
3: you're going to take anything that
2: they We were willing to take anything. On, on. We got, less than, we
3: we got, got less, that, less than nothing. We got less than nothing. We got less than nothing. But then, yeah. so, I, think, I mean, I, 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 mean, Nigeria is in shambles at this point. So, what's the way forward from a legal perspective? Because I know um, Riley you, your, <laughs> I think you mentioned that you and your company, you guys, um, you know, you guys participated in the protest. You guys, um, 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 donated. I think your company was a bit active in the light of the protest. But from a legal point of view, what's the way forward as Nigerians? And then I would ask, I ask this question from a legal point of view, and then I also ask so from a Nigerian, a typical Nigerian point of view, what's the way forward? Oh, okay, so um,
1: just just so I, uh, I just want to set the facts straight. I don't. My, my office didn't participate in the protest. Okay. On their own. Uh, okay. Um, personally, you know.
4: Okay.
1: They, I mean, a, a number of us decided to volunteer to provide okay. legal aid. and okay. Supplies. And a number of, um, some of our, um, some of the staff you know, also did, okay. did, um, participate in their personal capacity, mm. not as a firm, you know. Okay. Because, okay. because it was, it was, it's, it's important that as lawyers, you know, that we don't, we don't keep quiet. You know, mm. even my boss even came out. Um, our um, uh, senior, senior partner, the managing partner, did did come out to speak on some of these issues. You know, personally, and he's not even our generation. He's over mm. 60. So, and because it is important that that you don't, we don't keep quiet. You know and at the time before things escalated you know there were quite a number of ways that we could have contributed you know, yeah which which is what we did you know be it the form of legal aid or mm. you know, just lending our voice generally but back yeah, to your yeah. question you know in terms of of what we can do um from a legal standpoint you know I think I think what I would what I would say is um mm. the first the first and, and most important most important thing is that we continue to we don't keep quiet you know we continue to speak you mm. know and We've even just this morning we've seen cases of of police brutality already continuing Mm. in part of Lagos. You know, Mm. the further that we that we document all of these things, you know, as much as possible, record video evidence and take pictures and all of that, so that Mm. in the event that we we want to pursue. So there so there are many different issues. So from from the police brutality standpoint, you know, is we don't take we don't keep quiet. Yes, we may not be allowed to go on the streets to protest. You know, we may not be allowed to, to to gather, which is which really in itself is a Breach of our fundamental human rights.
3: You know, yeah.
1: Peacefully assemble. You know, but that's a separate issue. But, but given that, I guess the, the main priority now is that we, we, we stay alive, really, first and foremost, and we strategize how mm. we move mm. forward. Mm. So, Speaking so, so of for, for victims, for victims of police, of, of police brutality, because I, I expect that it will still continue, because mm-hmm. it's not, we're not going to get to where we want to we wanna get to. Overnight, you know, yeah. That, that, yeah. You, that you document it and then you mm. speak up, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you continue to speak up, you know, we continue to hold these people accountable, you know, so that mm-hmm. if and when the trial these cases in state and Lagos States of them trying police officers. So if and when mm-hmm. we do get our, our day in court, you know, we would have sufficient evidence to yeah to, to sustain a, a, I a, mean, a case.
3: Yeah. I mean court. speaking of legal system, we understand that my sister is a lawyer as well. But we understand that legal the legal system in Lagos in Nigeria is pretty much crap, pardon my French. It takes months and months and even years sometimes for your, for your you know, case to get in court. And then there's also the issue of, yes, we've protested and this is the result it brought, maybe a bit of results. This is what we got. But I think it, at some point it begged for us to move from a point of protest to strategy. So at this point, what is the strategy? What effective strategy can we use? Can we utilize to get, you know, at least a, a semblance of the Nigeria that we actually want?
1: Okay. So um, I don't have the answers. I mean I don't hmm. have the we're all gonna put our heads together. I think I think yeah. someone made a, made a joke that Guari just made a chess move for us, you know. Hmm. And we did checkmate for us and we just need to restrategize as a unit, you know. Hmm. I don't have all the answers. But in terms of what I what I see as the as the options, as crippled as I mean, I'll just probably speak to it a bit, a bit more. As crippled as the system is, you know, we, we see it, so we know the challenges with the system, you know. Mm. And I think if something is broken, you don't just, you try and fix it, you don't throw it away, you know. And oh, yeah. to the extent that the mechanism is, is, is still, still exists, you know, we're better off even trying, you know. Yeah. If we try and we don't succeed, that's a different conversation, you know, uh-huh. but then it not be said that we didn't try at all. Yeah. That's only one. Yeah. On the second yeah. line, which I think is something that we can we can look to explore. The, the incidents are like, I don't think it's gone. I don't think it's forgotten. You know, we, I think we can Provided that we, we we sit down together as a group and we strategize, we mm. can build up a strong enough case and we can take to the International Criminal Court, mm. the ICC, mm-hmm. You know, you to possibly possibly try these guys for war crimes. Right. Provided that we can we can build up a strong enough case. You know, yeah. people have yeah. reservations re- re- about the ICC, but I, I don't think it's something that we can, we, we, we we should completely ignore. It may take it? Yeah. While. We've seen, yeah. Um, you know, you heard about Chastino, some of these guys that were trying yes, it took a while, but eventually justice was served. So mm-hmm. I think part of our, our overall strategy was to also, also include that as well, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we, just from what people have posted and some of the things that have been, have been collated, left, right, and centre. We can't we can be, be the strong enough case mm. for, for mm. some of these mm. things at the international level. Yeah. That is mm. my view. Then mm. the Use overall it. strategy.
3: Okay. Overall okay. strategy,
1: I think maybe I'll just land with this point, is I think maybe this is where our, our strongest, our strength really lies in. We, we talk about how 65% of, of, of the population of Nigeria is made up of youth you know, which would yeah. mean that 65% of, of the voting population is made, made up of youth. You know? The 16-year-olds are in, are in secondary schools now. By time by, by the next election, they'll be eligible to vote. So I think yeah. the overall strategy would be how can we prepare ourselves for 2023? Not that we ignore everything else, you know, it, yeah. it requires careful planning, you know, how we can, okay, get people to, mobilise people to vote, mobilise mobilize candidates to, credible candidates to show up, mobilise political parties that are youth cent- centred to get registered and put more candidates, and also mobilise people to vote on the day of elections. Mm. I think that's something mm. that we can start developing from now. Mm. That's our mm. only hope, uh, or, mm. or should I say, that's our, our major hope, because the system is,
3: Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of questions to, you know, to add to, to give to you, right? But then, Yusuf, please, can we hear your own point of view?
0: Um, From the citizen's perspective, I'll just, I'll just say that um, we should just all understand that we have no government. So
3: says
0: <laughs> <also since laughs> Oh, government should come and help. The education now should be should not be about government intervention in anything that we're looking to do, right? It should really be about how much we can mobilize the collective power that we have as citizens, because that is a, in fact the highest office in the land, the office of the citizen. We are, no government, no government at any level is can, can be more than the multitude that we have. We've got the numbers, we've got the drive, we've got the power. And if anything has shown us, uh, even if this past week has shown us anything, is the fact that we have that collective power to make our voices heard and to get what we want if we set our minds to it, right? So at this point, um, we're, we're broken. Right, but it's important that we don't feel broken.
4: In order that
0: we learn it, we learn from the incidents, and we rise up and build back better. Our communities have been burned, broken. Um, we should begin to take responsibilities as citizens for our communities. It's no longer government to fix everything. It's us trying to look at how we can help the next shop or next business owner that's the that, that has had that this good scattered away, how can we mobilize support to ensure that everybody is catered for? to, to ensure that people live beyond the trauma, and I'm already seeing um, a lot of that going on, a lot of people setting up mental health support groups and all of those things, to, uh, because it's a terrible time, you know, I can't even imagine the kind of PTSD, the kind of post-traumatic stress disorders that people that were actually at that Incident will mm-hmm. be facing. I was watching the video from DJ Sweet yesterday. I saw a broken yeah. person.
2: Yeah, I saw that as well.
0: It wouldn't be the same again, like 10, 20 mm-hmm. years from If she's mm-hmm. not she have therapy, good enough therapy now, it would really affect her because, you know, imagine witnessing that, that horror. Just saw, seeing the videos and all of, or, or did not give me good night's sleep for over almost a week now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> imagine being live at that. So, it's important that we all find meaningful ways to contribute as citizens. There's a lot that we can do if we come together. Now, um, in doing all of that, we should also remember that it takes courage. We need to be bold. We need to be ready to stand up for each other. So, SARS would not go away. The police harassment will continue. We might not be able to protest like we're doing, but we should be able to. When, when you see anybody being harassed, please stop, stop. Of them, yeah, yeah. you if you have made the first move. Don't be, don't be, be courageous enough to say, please, what's going on here? let mm-hmm. yes, oh, diplomatic too.
1: Yeah. Yes, one of the things that will be, I always found will that be approach on matters.
3: Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you guys, this this just reminds me. We just were reminding me of an incident when I was in Abuja. So I was on my way to. I served at Napdak, and I was on my way to work one morning where I saw, was it, I saw, there was a lot of traffic, I think around that bus, and, uh, lower way, and then parked on the side was a vehicle, and two men were assaulting a woman behind her car, right? I think maybe they were trying to, maybe they were trying to rob her or something, one was standing so that people will not see the vehicle, but obviously away. we could see through, we could see through the, oh, the window. Man, people were looking was, away. Yeah, people were looking away like nothing was happening, and I was, I was so, just but, distraught. But, I'm like, can't oh. we see this? Yeah, nobody wants to get in trouble. I'm like, can't we see what is happening? So, um, I got to, I wasn't, I was so, I was kind of close to where I was supposed to get off. So I alighted and on my way, I saw a police officer. And so I told him that I just saw something that happened. Two men were trying to assault a woman behind that car. I directed, I tried, um, directed him to where the thing was. And then, if I think a couple of minutes later, about maybe an hour or so, I was on my way out with I was on I was on a job function or something, and so I saw that same vehicle. The police had apprehended the thieves, and that's how that woman's life was saved. So you can imagine if I was silent, only God knows what would have happened that day. In, 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 you brother's know, case, I, yeah.
1: in your brother's keeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have
0: these three three phrases that they say: see it, say it, sort it.
3: Mm, mm. if you really
0: do not see something if you see something and you don't say anything about it, it can't be sorted Yeah,
3: really? absolutely, I think there's only a word for that, if you see something if you see a crime happening and you say nothing about you are an accomplice, an accomplice of that you yeah.
2: are an accomplice of that
3: crime yeah.
0: so, so it's important I mean, that, that is, we that's, that's, that a, that's in the layman's
1: step <laughs> what's
3: the one tell us
1: tell us tell us tell us doesn't impose a, a duty on you to, to interfere. it Doesn't make you an accomplice. I mean, that's more like a moral, the moral obligation. the a moral? Is a moral
2: act? If, like,
1: you know, like, you know, if you carry your you know, case away,
2: you're not an accomplice. Yeah, Only
1: you aid or you assist, ah. you know, which or you you help uh, conceal stone in stolen goods or you in mm-hmm. any way um, mm. assist. You. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, so just, just 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 put that there.
2: <laughs> yeah, from a moral standpoint. You're yeah, are an accomplice. Yeah, <laughs> an accomplice, exactly. Yeah. an accomplice. Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah. Just I, think, conc- I, I, I yeah. just to conclude, um, I and like, like he said, the, the thing, the blessing we have now. I know many people wish that 2023 was tomorrow. You oh, know, yeah.
3: so. <laughs> is too long. It's way Hi. too long. Too too long. I'm telling you.
0: And, I, and I'll say, I'll tell you why. Because we have the time to mobilize. To form coalitions to plan, to effectively, you know, um, get the voting populace well educated, well sensitized. Because largely see it's not the people that are on social media, those of us on Twitter. No
3: it's your yeah. average area boy, pepper seller, hawker. They're the ones that can easily be bought with 1,000 1, naira or one spaghetti, yep. and they're mm-hmm. the same hoodlums that they can that and they can look. pay off, you know. Yeah.
0: See those people that were looting palates, that were that were yeah. looting and burning places. Those are the yeah. major majority of people that we vote. So it's important that we are able to get everybody on board, everybody mm-hmm. on our mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm.
3: the side of mm-hmm. people that are writing
0: and know what is right. You know, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. we form, and uh, we we take responsibility to do a lot of grassroots mobilization and education. If we have that opportunity to speak to people in our local environment, it goes a long way. I've seen a lot of people doing it online. You know, um, so it's important that we take that responsibility. You know, to fix things and to make sure that the electoral, com- the, the people that are that are going to vote would vote right come 2023 and. Would pro- that's yeah. the only chance we have of having anything better. Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been talk of, you know, yeah. people have been saying we to have our own political. Okay, yeah, please go on, go on, go on. No, no,
1: no. go ahead, go ahead. I know. Okay, yeah.
3: So there's yeah. been talk yeah. of, um, you know, young people having to, you know, we need to have our own political party. The people, people I mean, I've already started posters of YDP. In fact, this morning I saw a WhatsApp message. Why already exist? And apparently, it's not good. No, it's not good. No, it's, business, exist, so. it's well, old men. It's a
2: lie.
1: Yeah, old, old men. They, they already that. exist. So basically, <laughs> they
3: are just hoping no, them, no, you know them. What, so, Yeah. So what people are saying is, we need to start. We need to start our own political party and all that and all that. But then. I think something to mention is the fact that INEC is the um is the what's it called? Independence is the governing body. Yeah, independence electoral commission that the governing bodies for elect- elections mm. in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. so it's up to them to decide whether or not they'll be interested in putting up a new party. And yes. so if all oh, yeah, is apparently it? that's what I'm, Yes, apparently they can decide Say something whether, about whether to accept a new political party. Or not. I don't know if, real, Riley, you can um, correct me if I'm wrong, but but if, I, if 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 that is the case, then that means when it's time for us to form that party, we are at the mercy of INEC. And if yes. they know the threat that we possess, if they know the amount of threat that we already possess, I mean, you know, stemming off of what has already happened with this protest, then they can decide to shut it down. They can decide that, no, they don't want. So where do we go okay, from so there? I mean,
1: just to say that, the freedom of, oh, there's something called freedom of accession, yeah. okay. the fundamental rights you know, it's, it's in the constitution, you know, when so people are, as um, a fundamental right, which
2: constitution? Nigerian constitution? <laughs>
1: Nigerian constitution. <laughs> so, people Niger- should have that <laughs> so, yes, yes, IMEC is responsible for uh, So, provided that you, if, if you fulfill all the criteria, you know, that's mm. required for mm. you, I mean, you should, you should be allowed, you know, mm-hmm. and in the event that there are moves to, to sort of prevent it, something that you can take up the challenge, you know. Okay, Although,
3: okay. Although,
1: there are also issues with that as well, I mean, with that process, <laughs>
3: You know, but, okay. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I think again, back to the point that let it not be said in sure. huh. And if if um, if that that doesn't work, to try something else. And just
2: I have just another to... way we can try. Okay. Can I can I talk about my own? See, isn't it this A Nigeria that we've got price. village people that 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 <laughs> consults Ogu, <laughs> Why are we like these people? we I'm no, we, need, we, need to, we need to test these charms and come out so here now, see me. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, not same,
3: away in way. it's not the same Nigeria. Where during the civil war, I learned, I, I heard that, that people from right now, I learned that During the civil war, I learned that people from Il- I can't remember if it was the civil war. There was one major war in, in, in Nigeria where people from Ilorin. they went to consult with their charms and they were turning eggs into Bombs. Yeah. They'll throw an egg on they it pick and it'll become a bomb. Yeah. So I'm thinking, so if it's we really have that, no. we have that jazz as Nigerians, why are we not using it now? Why are we not, not using it? It's not Edo people that can
2: oh, fly on the road, no. Exactly. no, we're just we're just sitting there speaking English. Something oh. that we we'll call them. Like, oh, geez, we'll, you, see,
1: know yeah, people, you know those who those jazz, jazz. or steel or
0: What you say? Wait, right. wait. We're in the air now. You (laughs) know, you guys, you know those Yoruba films? You guys, you
2: know those Yoruba films where... They would, you would come out in the night. be like, "Hey, i Something that would call them. No, <laughs> we are
3: sitting here. We are done. We are sitting. Do you understand? But they are using the charm to get somebody else's wife. They're using the charm to do other things that are pointless. Like, this is you your charm
2: now. Do you understand? Hey, it's crazy. Mm. That's my suggestion, anyway. Yes. Okay, so
1: Thank just, to, just so that, just, to, just to, I mean, I guess make my final contribution. Yeah. We rounding up. I think, and I was saying it again, I was saying this recently. It's like, I think as human beings, maybe as Nigerians, we have the same capacity for good as we have for evil. It depends on which one you which one Yeah, and I think the events of of the past couple of days, have shown that you know, both on the government side and also on the on the citizen side as well, people demolishing lives, and property and, and goods of and looting goods of private persons that have worked hard for, I made mean, for those things that they acquired. You know, on even set up even set up those businesses using. And we saw people looting, mm-hmm. so it's it's just people projecting the evil side and harnessing it. that's the point But mm-hmm. the point I'm making is we can also we can also keep and direct that energy to doing good as well. I think we've also seen that in, in equal measure, if not even more, with the efforts people like, have been able. To put together, when from, you know, mm. just to, assist you. what I'm just saying is, and I think it's important that we that we just we keep that in mind, you know, and we continue to we we have seen that there's there's light and there can be unity, you know. Yeah. We continue to, to harness that, that yeah. collective spirit that we have, you know, that exists in every single one of us and harness it. Conclude and about 2023, you know, we should say it oh, really. That's that's our 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 best bet at any sustainable change or development because whatever it is that yeah. we get now, like, just just short term. We need to the, the system is is cracked and we need to. Think you know, yeah. And that would require us being very creative. I mean, you talk about jazz. My
2: suggestion. You know, Here's my if it, suggestion. If
1: it's jazz <laughs> that I would, would, would take. I
4: know
1: that was said jokingly, but it's important that we are that creative in our approach. You we know, yeah. are very yeah. flexible. You know, yes, a lot of yeah, work really. needs to be done at the grassroots level. Yes, we worry about rigging a lot of that, but I, I assure you that rigging will not happen in this country if people, if people monitor the entire process, you know.
4: Yeah, it's, not en- it's
1: not enough to go to the polling booth and go. Then let that vote counter, you know. Mm. You're mm. very high. Mm. high you, know, you see,
4: mm. obviously, mm. There's, there's
1: a lot of work before then, but I think it's mm. very, very, very important that we're, we're very flexible and very very tactical in our approach. You know? Yeah. Let's absolutely. match these guys money for money, 10 <gasps> you know, ten, strength mm. for strength. jazz. Like, jazz <laughs> <from> <laughs> And we can yeah. do it if we can put together uh, <laughs> in just about two weeks. And I think mm. in all of this, the Fund will is very important. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah. very, 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 so very, very, very important. But, very, well, very I mean, important. But what is, what is assuring showing is that you shouldn't always have to wait for government to do anything because we can go ahead and do it. Yeah,
3: out. absolutely. Sorry so to continue yeah, to wait. I, for, I, well, I also completely agree with, you know, educating the grassroots because at the end of the day, majority of them are the ones that are going to lose and they're the ones that have a lot, they're the ones that are going to vote and they are the ones that have a lot to
4: lose. Yes, sir. so the middle class can Japan.
3: Exactly the middle class can jabba, you guess because yeah. you know, I mean we've already we've been, been all the all one of the yes. about the news that you know, first day important first day questions what's the if name of your passport yeah what color what color do you get so we need to we need we we that we that are somewhat a bit privileged right we need to just as what going around educating people about you know sustainable development goals and hand washing and all that we need to make electoral um, inclusion part of our goals such that come 2023, we have an ammo of these so-called hoodlums. They are no longer hoodlums for the government, but then they are now educated people that have an idea and have a picture of the type of Nigeria that they want, and they understand that, you know what, this nigeria is my country my future cannot be bought and so i'd rather vote for the person that i know is going to get the job done mm-hmm. you know That's absolutely perfect. yeah absolutely that, that, that was that was well put yeah yeah absolutely um but i was going to ask one other question my final question because i know we already were <laughs> we've already spent about an hour but my final question and i think riley already started talking about it. um i was going to ask you if you know the Lekki massacre and you know all of these events that have unfolded now I think can we consider them as a crime against humanity, and can it actually be tried? but I think you already started, but if you can just give us a bit more details on um how that can work
1: if you put together i mean if you can't build up a case you know for it, you, you, you can build up a case for crimes against humanity you, you, okay. you definitely you definitely can but that would require i mean you need sufficient evidence proof and mm-hmm. all of that but it's something that's it's not it's not closed you know it's it's definitely something that that can that can be explored mm-hmm. you know and, and and I think it's 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 because the government knew that there's a there's a chance that that, that, that could, could happen. happen. That's why they, they took away yeah. the CCTV cameras and put yeah. over the lights, so that yeah. just limiting any opportunities that people could have to 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 get any form of evidence that could be used that could be damaged for them eventually. You know, yeah. but I, I think it's something that that can definitely fly. You know, and I think for I I believe that we should something that we should we should be looking at more more closely. Let's let's get let's try and get experts on board. You know. Guys that have experience at that level, I don't have that experience anyway. I mean, to start looking at what are the the required elements, you know, and see how we can build up a good enough case, you know. Mm -hmm. That may be, that may be, maybe mid mid to long term, but yeah.
2: Okay, please go ahead.
1: Perspective, like,
0: how can we, despite the the fact that government is denying this at all levels, how can we get justice for
4: the victims? The victims
0: have been struck you know, you know, destroyed on many levels. Within mm-hmm. is there any way people can actually sue the government or... So, Riley, mm-hmm. is
2: there a way that we could sue the government for what happened, and the loss of lives, and is there a way we could do that?
1: I mean, you really can, but, again, with, with crimes, uh, it's not... You need to build up evidence. ...like actions, yeah the crime has to be proven beyond mm. reasonable doubt, you know, which would mean that yeah. it's not beyond it's not it's not in the balance of probabilities. You have to be able to establish that um, the the that act in itself committed. was committed and also it was also the fact that I mean it was premeditated, like it was they had the mental intent to commit the crime. You know mm. the, the problem with criminal acts is, is um I mean the the, the state may, may build up its own version of events in its defence.
4: Mm. saying
1: that X happened, y, mm. y happened. You know and if we don't have conclusive proof that All the elements... We're satisfied, you know. That, that's why a criminal action is always more, much more difficult than a civil action. And for a president and governors, they enjoy mm-hmm. immunity mm-hmm. under the constitution. So You mm-hmm. can't sue them mm-hmm. at, whilst mm-hmm. they are still in office, you know. So that may be something that you may also be looking at and exploring maybe later on. You know? But the good thing is that there's no limitation for criminal actions. You know, once you uh, once there's a time that you, you feel like you have a good enough case, you can bring it. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that's the only the only challenge, in, and mm-hmm. which is why I said that it may be it may be a a, a medium to long term plan and. Mm-hmm. It's, it's key because you need to properly build up your case because you don't just go to, you don't just file an action in court, you know, mm-hmm. a criminal action without having having a good, a sufficient basis for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So the DJ Switch video, I mean, maybe if we have better footage, you know, that just shows, I mean, the exact coverage that were involved and just enough yeah. evidence to build up build up the case.
3: Yeah, I think that that's yeah.
1: something that could definitely help, but it will yeah. be tough.
3: But I just wanted to ask, is there a reason why, I mean, I think it's absurd for presidents and governors and people in power to enjoy immunity from crime. So that means that when they're in office, they can do whatever they like and not get tried for it. Like, is that not a loophole?
1: Yeah, that's something that people have argued, argued uh, back and forth you know mm. some people have said that it should be, it should be taken out it should be scrapped you know mm. it's, it's an immunity for a certain period it doesn't foreclose any legal action so as why you say that a lot of those governors are stolen money they still try them yeah. after they've left office you know just for the period within which they are, they are in office, you know, it's not only mm. governors and presidents. Even even diplomatic uh, envoys, foreign mm. countries, you know, they also enjoy immunity as well. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's called the diplomatic immunities and privileges. You know, so mm. foreigners that come, that represent the U.S. government, the French government, that come to Nigeria when they commit crimes, they exist. They enjoy immunity from all of those things too. It's mm. an it's, it's it's largely an international community sort of an international standard, you know. But mm. people have argued. I personally think that it's not. I don't think it should exist. In this part, you know, given given the way our, our leaders commit crimes and loot us and all of that, you know, but that's something that would require a constitutional amendment and that may mm. take a while. And I doubt mm. that the president or government will push for it. You know, they will block okay. it because obviously it's against it, it doesn't favour them in any way. Okay.
2: Okay. So, um, guys, so we've come to the end of this. Has been a very, very um, what's the interesting.
3: word? Fightable.
2: I don't. I don't think interesting is the word I'm trying to use. It's very charged. Very charged. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Um, yeah think- so, a- any last words for people, for us? Anything you want to say? You want to add to summarize? Real one. I, try to try to yeah. try to keep it very uh lean, manish. <laughs> like yeah. <short>. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll,
1: I'll just keep it. I'll keep it simple and short. You yeah. know, I I think we've we've on on this on this podcast we've acknowledged the grief. We've we've, we've used many agencies to describe it. You know, we've also acknowledged the many positive things that came out of out of that process as well. You know, mm-hmm. and. And I think mm. as we live, I think that I think it's more important that we hold on to to those to those things. You know, we hold on to that hope, that belief in our collective strength as a people. Okay. You know, because the moment we we stop to be we stop believing, we've already lost.
4: Mm.
1: You know, everything looks bleak now, but but there are a lot of things that we can hold on to. Mm. You know, that can that can propel us. You know, because if, if we give up, it's not only about us; it's about our kids as well our children, that are yeah. coming after us. You know, we need to live Nigeria better than. We
4: met it. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Mine would be just simple and short.
0: Uh, let's all just realize that this country is ours, um, and as much as we like to jackpot or choose <laughs> us, we never really nowhere else is better. Nowhere. Yeah. There's no problem, you know. So, and it's as it's our responsibility, it's our collective responsibility to fix. So it's a challenge, but it's not too much for our generation and I know I believe a lot in our youthful in our youth and if there's anything this has taught me is the fact that we can do anything that we set our minds to. So let's not give up, let's not be distraught. Let's just march forward and and the sky is really the starting point for us. I'm really positive that things will turn around for the better.
2: Yeah. Okay. Guys, um thank you for joining for appearing on the show to talk with us. Cannot have been easy because the last week hasn't been easy your spirits,
1: we need to end on a the, on the high note your spirit yeah, is a bit yeah because,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no. okay I've oh, yeah, been like, like, down down down. To, uh, mm-hmm. okay so well okay Ty will take it away with, with high spirits then so, anyway, has <laughs> <so, laughs>
3: <you know>, the... <laughs> been a bit dampened but it was wonderful and very very lovely having both of you um, you guys are both very phenomenal and very wise I would say and yeah. um, very knowledgeable and very intelligent I and mean, you've spoken with so much passion and you know I mean if yes. you guys if you, if you guys were exactly you know right, if, we, if yeah. we had at least exactly if we had at least half of people like you guys, you know cheering us onto the next onto the revolution, then we, were, we are all certain that Nigeria would get to we will eventually get to where we want it to be. so well mm-hmm. done guys. Well done well done well
0: done well done thank you thank you and great platform let's keep talking basically let's talk thank up. you very much
1: yeah
3: Tyle, my thank you uh, Big Big my daddy. thank you Big <laughs> thank you my daddy. thank you Big Riley. thank you my daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you guys so for listeners thank you for joining us it's been another very fantastic episode of the life as it is podcast and see you guys next week please stay safe please let's not forget that coronavirus is still out there <laughs> contrary to everybody so you exactly so please be very safe wash your hands make sure you you know share your location with people so we know exactly where you are and god bless us all till next time it's been the life as it is